He always shows up when the light comes on, uh, or whatever we call it in the radio business. Scott Drew, coach of the national champion Baylor Bears. Scott, it is uh, it is fun to be talking to you after uh, after what was one of the uh, most amazing runs in the history of our uh, of my alma mater. Well, and I, I can tell you that uh, uh, we haven't stopped smiling since then because obviously we're excited for our players and what they've achieved, but also equally excited for all Baylor family, Central Texas, the state of Texas for uh, being able to have a championship. So very excited for everybody else as well. Scott, do you have any tips for us on tonight's uh, NFL draft? We've been preparing everybody for pick for selection number 10, and we were trying to decide, I feel like we've talked about this before, whether your time in, in around Indianapolis made you a Colts fan or if there, if there was a team that – that predated that who did you who did you grow up rooting for and who do you like at number 10 to the Cowboys tonight well I, I, growing up uh Fran Tarkington the purple people eaters uh maybe it was just their uniforms in the Vikings uh that was my my first love the Cowboys was the second and uh uh after that um one thing that I I, I do is uh, uh obviously cheer for our players and and you know Rico gathers uh, Kendall uh, uh, Wright and uh, Ish Wainwright tried it for a minute. So obviously, if we have any football players playing for an organization, they become my favorite team overnight. And uh, for a while, when Rico was with the Cowboys, obviously love the Cowboys. All right, is uh, is uh, vital? I mean, do, you've been around him. You know, he, he the man will make a way. If there's a way to play in the NBA, he'll find a way, or to play European ball. But people have mentioned. Well, this guy, the way he's built, he, he could be, kind of like Rico, could be a pretty talented, explosive guy, seems to have good hands. Um, could you see Mark Vidal having success in football if he decides that uh, basketball is, uh, is not his future? Well, that's the great thing about uh, uh, Mark is he's going to be successful in whatever he does, if it's basketball, if it's football, if it's uh, uh, business. Um, he's one of those guys that just finds a way to succeed. So uh, I, I know uh, uh, basketball is something uh, uh, he's been passionate about all his life. But at the same time, uh, I mean, I know if, if there's some opportunity that uh, in, in anything, uh, business, basketball, football, uh, obviously he'll keep his options open. And uh, I, I know uh, he did show me uh, one of his favorite uh, uh, tweets or DMs or whatever you call it was when Russell Wilson reached out to him and gave him some love after we beat Wisconsin. And uh, uh, I know uh, that, that meant a lot to him, and I know he appreciated that. I think Mark will find a way to be successful, like you said. I mean, I've seen some of his websites already. I mean, the, man, the man's going to find a way to, uh, yeah. to, uh, to make some money and, and be successful in life. Talking to Scott Drew, national champion coach. And I, I got to go back to that game since uh, we've been back and forth and talked, but haven't haven't had you on. Uh, was there ever a uh, was there ever a time in that Gonzaga game? Like, when did you finally feel comfortable? To me, looking back, and I've watched it. And maybe you have too. I've watched it five, six, seven times. It, it, I, it's, it's <laughs> I have almost... not watched it five, six, seven times, but that's awesome. <laughs> Well, I just like hearing – I wanted to hear what the commentators said about it. And, you know, you, yeah. Raftery, those guys all love you, but it was kind of funny to me. You could tell they wanted – they were almost kind of wanting a close game. They were like, wait, here comes yeah. Gonzaga, and even at the half. And it never happened. But, I mean, 
What, what point for you, Scott, when you kind of think back about it? I mean, there was one three. Uh, there was an alley oop in there. There was a there was a three that was hit. I mean, there was there were those moments. But as Baylor fans, we were kind of up there in the stands, like, you know, you, it, 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 at one point we're finally like, this is really going to happen. This is absolutely going to yeah. happen. But I think that <laughs> Scott, I, I mean, that's the thought. That's the part that's crazy to people still is that y'all went out there and just absolutely wiped the floor with them. What some people called the greatest team or maybe one of the greatest teams in college history, y'all dominated from start to finish. I mean, I, I, that, that had to shock even you to, 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 do, to do it to that level of a team. Well, and, and so you go into every game, and you have a game plan, and you feel like if you execute and you do what you're supposed to do, you feel like you can win. At the same time, it's a 40-minute game. The best team doesn't always win. Um, some nights aren't your night shooting-wise, free-throw-wise, whatever it might be. So you ask, like, was there a moment that I thought we would – when I knew we would win? Um, you're, this, this sounds weird, but when you're, when you're trying to win every possession and every play, you're really not thinking the game's over until it's over. Um, for us, when we emptied the bench, they emptied their bench. At that point, I knew it was – I knew we were in good shape, uh, but up until that point, you're just you're coaching every possession and trying to win every every possession. So you really get lost in the moment, and it's not like at the 12 minute mark or the eight minute mark or six minute mark. Yes, we're going to win this. Um, uh, so so that's the honest answer there. As far as the other part goes, uh, did I think we would do what we did against them? No, but uh, uh, at the same time, uh, you, you don't really going to a game thinking we got to, we're going to win by 20 or, or this or that. You just, you're trying to control what you can control. And we wanted to play to the best of our ability. And we did that. And uh, just like uh, against Houston in that first game, uh, first half, we, we really played well and got separation. And did I think we would go in and, and do that? No, you, you plan on every game being a close game and you game plan is every game is a close game. And if something else happens, uh, great, especially if it's you getting a, a, a comfortable lead. But if not, uh, you're you're planning on uh, most games, and especially in the Final Four and in the NCAA tournament, are one possession games. So you're constantly thinking, how do we win this one possession game? Do you do you wake up the next day like feeling like a different person? Like, do you? I know you're not going to change, but do you? Does winning a national title like? And I know you probably jumped back into recruiting and all of that, but does it? I, I would just think there. Obviously, it almost maybe even changes the way other people treat you. I don't see you changing as much, but what is it? What does it do to you, like internally, or are you just going to refuse to let it change you in any possible way? Well, I, I think first of all, we didn't sleep that first night, so you really never went to bed and you never woke up different. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number one. Number no, 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 number two. Uh, I tell you what, when you're blessed to win a game uh, uh, and it equals a national championship, uh, you, you realize there's so many other great teams, great players, great coaches that never had uh, that blessing. So uh, you you really are appreciative, and then at the same time. Uh, I mean, it, to us, this is God's platform, and we just want to honor him with it. And uh, Again, it's been a, a great year, a special year for our players. But uh, the reason coaches are successful is they're constantly moving forward. They're not moving backwards. So uh, it's on to uh, uh, the next day, the next uh, thing, and, and helping our players uh, uh, each and every day grow and 
uh, grow closer to their goals. And at the same time, as you know, when you win a championship, there's there's a lot of other great opportunities put on your plate. And um, so going to the governor's office, we'll go to the White House at some point here, um, different people you're able to uh, communicate with and be in touch with. And 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 that's all exciting. Coming on with Mosley. I mean, I think that's where you were really headed with that, right? Well, that's definitely a highlight out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, let's not rank that. Let's not put. Let's not put a top ten together on that. Um, Scott Drew, c- uh, coach of the Bears, joining the Matt Mosley Show. Stephen Simcox. By the way, while we were talking, Maceo just made his announcement uh, that he is uh, declaring and uh, getting an agent, and so he'll head off to the NBA. I, I, I know it's bittersweet. You, 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 these guys were unbelievable to you, but you have to be like a proud parent when you see. Uh, when you see all these guys that were such a huge part of your program, I mean, Vital goes all the way back to like 2013 he committed. Right. Uh, Maceo right. comes to you as a transfer. <clears throat> what an unbelievable career. In a short time, he made a monster impact on your program. What, what is that like to see? And we hadn't heard from Jared yet. I'm holding out hope we might, we might hold on to him. But what, do you, what does that do for you as a coach when you see – uh, in your program, when you see these guys headed off to the NBA like this, well, well, the the great thing means that uh, um, we've helped them accomplish their goals and dreams. And uh, uh, the good thing is, uh, I mean, it doesn't like Freddie's in, with the Raptors right now, and having a chance to watch him play and celebrate his success, and uh, know that you were uh, a small part of it, and. Uh, th- those are all really exciting uh, things to be uh, uh, grateful about. So it's not like, uh, uh, y- yes, you're sad to see him move on. But with us, uh, again, they, they constantly come back and and we're constantly in communication with them. So it's kind of like your family just keeps growing rather than, well, you know what? We, it was great working with them. Now we don't get to see them. Now where you, where you miss them is on the daily being able to uh, mm-hmm. work with them. Um, but uh, as far as they're they're part of Baylor fam for life, and uh, the great thing is uh, uh, they'll be just like all our other vets back and staying in touch and and uh, trying to help out our young guys and help out uh, the school and staff any way possible, and we'll continue to do the same for them. It, Freddie on those scooters around Indianapolis was worrying me. Uh, I saw. <laughs> Fred, I mean, he, you know, there's something well, kind of interesting. Six nine. Tristan was on one too, and I mean, they'd go buzzing around, and we were seeing them all over downtown. It I, it worried me because I thought, well, yeah. I don't want Freddie to fall over on this uh, scooter. And and uh, that was actually one of my highlights was when uh, um, Ogum cut down nets and a, a piece of net and said, "This is for Devontae and Freddie as well." And wow. uh, just to see how excited, like. Freddie, when he got the call up, he was actually, it was bittersweet for him. He was like, can I stay for the game and then go? And his agent's like, no, we need you now. So, (laughs) I mean, it just shows you how bought in everybody is and how much they love each other and love Baylor. Yeah, it's pretty amazing talking to to Scott Drew. Let's talk about another guy that has NBA aspirations, Matthew Meyer, uh, one of the uh, Mullet brothers. We had the Mullet brothers on. They did some media the other day. They had uh, like a media junket where they went around and did several shows so i'd hate to separate the uh, the mullet brothers i mean i really feel like they should always be together uh in one place what do you a guy like meyer who is getting more and more attention for how skilled he is and obviously he has nba uh skills what do you what do you tell a guy like that i mean i think on the surface we look at it and go well the guy could come back and help immensely next year 
but at the same time, you also want what's best for your guys. How do you how do you handle that with a guy who may be a little bit on the fence, so to speak? Well, each case is different and unique, and each person comes from a different background, different goals, different desires, and um, different timetables. So I, I think uh, uh, different values. Uh, uh, some are just dead set. I don't want to. Uh, I mean, uh, the degree is really important. Um, I'll leave if I'm a lottery pick, but I'm staying until I get that. Otherwise, other people are like, if I can get guaranteed money, I'm leaving, and that's usually first round or uh, top top 38 picks, um, maybe top 40. Uh, other people are like, you know, I, I, uh, um, uh, I can come back to school and and I need to make money. I need to help out with my family, and so uh, every case is different and unique. Um, at the same time, uh, the general uh, rule of thumb is if if uh, the goal is not to get drafted or the goal is not to be uh, 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 having an opportunity to be in the G League or an NBA team, the goal is is to get guaranteed money and have that spot really etched and you're sitting in the driver's seat. And to do that, if you're a first-round pick, um, that gives you a great opportunity. It gives you some financial security and gives you every uh, possible way to, to not only make the NBA, but have an opportunity to be part of a rotation and play. So it, that, that's the, that's the big thing is uh, uh, looking at each person's case, but uh, the general, the general rule of thumb is when you can get into that first round or be uh, uh, someone that's a, a lottery pick, uh, you definitely, uh, uh, in those cases, most people always go. Does, does his mullet remind you a little of the late great uh, uh, Dwayne Shinsus? Like, is that <laughs> is that a good comp? Me and you remember that. That's what's scary. But uh, <laughs> uh, you, you know, you know, I'm just uh, he can wear a mullet. I'm just uh, 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 excited for him to be able to do that because one day he's gonna be like me and you, Mose, and he's gonna struggle to grow hair, right? <laughs> Sir, I don't know if you've seen me lately. I feel like you haven't. We've been bubbled up. You you need to see the the, the Mosley hair. I have been accused of a mullet lately. So, uh, oh, yeah, well, well, to... you're you're in their fan club. I love it. So you got sent me a pic. We haven't seen each other. And that's been the, that's been the toughest thing, as you know, yeah. is not being able to see people you normally see. So, um, uh, anyway, you have to send me a pic of that, and I'd love to yeah. see it. Yeah, that's all you need is selfies from Mosley. I think being separated, <laughs> being separated from me, some coaches really would would embrace that and look forward to that. All right, uh, Scott, let me ask you this: a trade was worked out uh, between the the uh, Arizona. Uh, we have uh, sent them uh, Rim Bacamus, who is a uh, tremendous guy on your staff and and used to be mm-hmm. a player at Gonzaga. Uh, in return. Uh, and is uh, and obviously I'm I'm having fun here, but James Akinjo comes in from Arizona as a uh, as a, uh, a transfer. Now, who 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 won that trade, Scott, or do we just have to see how it plays out? Oh, I think both of us won, and that's what good business is. Both people benefit. So, Rim <laughs> is going to be an unbelievable uh, uh, college coach. He's going to have a great career. He had a, a major impact on our program. We can't thank him enough. And at the same time, uh, uh, James comes in and he's a first-team All-Conference performer in the Pac-12. Uh, he was freshman of the year in the Big East, so he's used to being successful. He's used to being part of good programs. He's used to winning. Uh, uh, when he was in uh, uh, high school in the Peach Jam, which is probably the biggest AU tournament in the summer, they won it. Um, so uh, he, he's 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 a tough player, a proven player. 
and somebody that uh, uh, loves to work out. And that really fits our, our culture, someone that wants to come in, grind, get better, uh, be coachable, improve, and uh, win. And does he fit that mold? You, you have that positionless type thing. Boy, this three-guard thing has become really, really good. Uh, he's a good passer. Obviously, had some good assist totals and all. Uh, but but you demand huge defensive play from your team. And that, that really was your calling card this past season, as well as great offensive efficiency. But d- does he – I got to say, in my brief highlights, you know, I like, I like to make wide-sweeping proclamations after watching a very <laughs> small sample size. And I, I saw a little bit of I, – I mean, again, this is – I don't want to get ahead of myself. But there's kind of a powerful, like – Westbrook flair. I'm not saying he's going to be Russell Westbrook. I'm just saying there's some kind of like explosive long arms uh, kind of stuff to his game. What, what do you, where do you see him fitting in with you guys? Well, uh, it, first of all, uh, he's experienced. Second of all, he's uh, 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 mature as far as he's seen uh, uh, all kinds of defenses out there. He's made all kinds of reads out there. He's been in all kinds of, uh, big games, big moments. So uh, he, he brings somebody in that's uh, uh, ready to help out from day one, and he's somebody that's uh, really excited and anxious to have an opportunity to to play in an NCAA tournament, advance, try to get to a Final Four, win a national championship. Uh, and he's somebody that can – I mean, nowadays in basketball, you got to be able to score with the ball, without the ball, and uh, uh, you got to be able to defend. And the defensive part, I think that's something that uh, – uh, uh, the other thing that helps is like we had a great rotation this year, and because of the rotation, uh, you were able to. If guys try to save themselves for just the offense end or just the defensive end, it doesn't work. They got to play all out both ends of the court, and uh, I, I would think that uh, uh, one thing that he'll be able to do is uh, he'll be able to to really push himself, extend himself on the offense and defensive end. Uh, and because he'll be surrounded by other experienced, uh, talented players that will allow him that luxury. Where uh, last year uh, he was, he was one of the uh, the few upperclassmen and, and had to bear a lot more load uh, than he would if he was playing with uh, other guys that are similar to him, meaning three, four, uh, 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 fifth-year college guys with that kind of experience and maturity and toughness. Well, it's going to be fun to see what happens from here. By the way, I got a little worried. Uh, Jerome Tang, your great friend, uh, and uh, well, we all love Jerome. He was uh, up for mm-hmm. a job, and obviously we know Jerome, uh, if he ever finds the right fit, is would be an incredible head coach. But uh, that, that I'm sure those were some, uh, you know, those are scary moments. You want what's best for him. But, uh, Scott, that would be – that that would be a life change for you and everybody to not have Jerome right there with you. So uh, I always root for him for whatever's supposed to happen. But then mm-hmm. I got to say, selfishly, I was excited to see him back with with us. Uh huh. Well, and that's that's the great thing about uh, 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 Baylor. He's he's valued, treated well, appreciated. Um, he loves the community, loves it here. So he doesn't just have to leave for any job so he can be a head coach. Um, he's been very selective and is waiting for God to have just the right one. And uh, he will, which he always does. And in the meantime, we get to, uh, to be blessed and have him here and help us uh, uh, win games, develop uh, champions for life. That's spiritual, uh, uh, academic, character formation, and basketball. 
Scott, I got to ask you about uh, Kim leaving. I mean, y'all are together for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all are both forces of nature in your own way, very different personalities, mm-hmm. but you both have done some incredible things at this university. Um, what was your what kind of emotions have you gone through? And I guess I'd say, you know, what what did you learn from Kim? I mean, I and I know she's learned things from you mm-hmm. as well. Is there anything when you think about the legacy of Kim Mulkey at Baylor? Uh, what do, what do you think it'll be? And what and what personally did you did you were you able to take away from her? Mm-hmm. Well, I think first and foremost, uh, um, everything uh, uh, they did was at championship level. I mean, uh, uh, facilities. Uh, uh, um, how uh, uh, our office, locker room, practice facility, how everything was laid out. It was always first-class professional. She really uh, uh, did a great job uh, uh, with that presentation. Um, uh, championship-wise, you can't argue with what she was able to uh, achieve and, and bring to Baylor University in Central Texas. And I know uh, uh, Baylor will be uh, forever grateful for that. Uh, at the same time, I know different stages in life, uh, uh, everybody has different uh, priorities and uh, different desires. And uh, one thing is, is, is uh, I know when, when God calls us to do something else or go somewhere else, uh, uh, we're going to listen to him. And obviously that's what, what uh, she felt. So uh, I, I know basketball-wise, uh, we're used to uh, being really successful uh, on the men's side and women's side. You look at since 2008, uh, us in Kansas are the only two Power Five schools to win 18 or more games. Um, I believe we're one of 10 programs to have a coaching staff that's won an NIT championship and a big and a national championship. And uh, the others on that list are Dean Smith, Adolph Rupp, Bob Knight. I mean, the who's who of college basketball. Uh, as far as you've been ranked number one, three out of the last five years. Uh, so a lot of success uh, on our side and on their side and. In the football side, we're the winningest uh, a program in the last six years from men's and women's basketball and football. So, uh, or maybe that's since 2013, in fact. So it'd be eight years. So, a lot of success, and she's a big part of that. Uh, the good thing is, President Livingstone and uh, uh, Mac Rhodes, uh, best president and athletic director in the country, are committed to excellence, being elite, greatness. And uh, uh, um, they've allowed us to prepare champions for life, which is more than just coaching X and O's. It's uh, about character formation, uh, academic success. It's about spiritual growth. And we're blessed to be able to do that at Baylor University. They'll find a a great head coach um, they have across the board. And that's why 14 out of 17 of our sports have all been ranked in the top 25 this year. I think four of our sports have been number one this year. And you think about that's truly remarkable when there's 353 Division One uh, programs. So to have this much uh, athletic success, you can't have that unless you have great leadership. And moving forward, I know they'll find a way to make sure we stay elite with facilities. Obviously, really excited about the new pavilion. And uh, um, they'll do what's best for Baylor University and uh, uh, Central Texas and Waco. Um, uh, they've always been great team players. So uh, I know it's going to be really exciting with that new arena uh, in the future, and they'll continue to expand uh, uh, across all our athletics um, and make sure that we have state-of-the-art facilities to compete and hopefully win championships. So we say all that to say Matt Mosley will be excited, appreciative, fired up to be a Baylor Bear fan for the next 40 years. 
maybe 35. I don't know uh, uh, um, uh, how long me and you'll be able to keep doing what we do, but whatever it is, uh, uh, I know you'll be passionate excited for it because uh, that's how you are, Matt. Well, I will be, and uh, I don't think I'm right now in position, though, to uh, to maybe be looking at a lifetime contract or anything like uh, what you'll uh, be able to secure. I'm sort of like uh, Freddie was a few weeks ago. I'm on a series of 10-day contracts, and uh, and we'll see how that goes. But, uh, Scott, I hope uh, that'll be exciting. Uh, I, I know uh, I've, I've heard uh, folks are working on things. I've talked to Mac, and, and uh, I'll stay out of it. I, you do not need me. I, I think you've got probably very competent people representing you. But, uh, Scott, is it fair to say you feel like uh, something will, that will be done soon to ensure that you'll be with us for many, many years? Yes, I, I, I can tell you that uh, um, for 18 years I've been at Baylor, and uh, uh, we've had several different uh, uh, leaders, but uh, uh, I've only had two athletic directors, Ian and Mac, and both of them have been uh, unbelievable to work for. And Mac is someone that uh, uh, is not only uh, a boss, but he's also a friend, and uh, he, he does a great job in making sure that our staff has everything we need to be successful and uh, uh, keep Baylor at an elite uh, level and continue to grow it to be even better uh, each and every year. So uh, uh, I definitely have a, a 100% confidence in it. All right. And by the way, who did you – have you chosen anybody? Like if you get your choice for who plays you in the movie that you've re- referenced, uh, Hancock is a Baylor grad, uh, John Lee Hancock, who's done a lot of, done a lot of movies – over the years, and he's done some sports movies that have uh, done extremely well. If you if you can name anybody to play you, uh, who who is your who is your first choice? Who is uh, who would you cast? Well, well first of all, I, I, I've said this before. I don't know if Hollywood has anyone that ugly, so I'm gonna let him find somebody. <laughs> um, but but I, I I can tell you there, there's going to be some uh, uh, great stories, and uh, uh, I don't know if it's thirty for thirty documentaries, movies, but. Uh, I know a lot of interest and a lot of people are excited just uh, um, how the program was was built from the standpoint. Um, uh, America's built on uh, uh, the ideals uh, uh, um, uh, where David versus Goliath and you and you work your way up. And uh, that's what that's what our program's done. People have bought in. Uh, it was great at the parade seeing all the past. Uh, players and coaches have a chance to lead because they're the foundation uh, for our program. Uh, and then obviously to this, this, this current group that just won a national championship. So I, I, I this, uh, this, uh, someone told me this, uh, uh, I was talking to the, uh, uh, GM of the Lakers the other day. And I said, how long did you guys celebrate uh, your national championship? He said, I really like Frank Vogel's, uh, answer. And that is we are going to celebrate this for the rest of our lives. So we're going to mm. move on the next page mm. and obviously try to get more championships, but, uh, I, I know we'll always remember this, and I mean, again, what an accomplishment uh, for this guys, for these guys on this team to be the first to ever win a, a, a basketball championship at Baylor University, and only the second in the state of this uh, state of Texas. And we know what great athletes and programs come from this state. So, a huge accomplishment and great recognition for our state in general. All right, I, my my nominees are Christian Bell, great actor, great actor, and he can kind of. <laughs> He can he can do it all. Very versatile. And then a guy that I've seen in a new series on Disney TV doing a show that it's like a high school girls basketball coach, John Stamos. All right. Now, he's he's got the hair really flowing. 
But uh, Stamos, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching this with my daughter. Keep it in mind. You've got, you still got young kids. Uh, give it, give uh-huh. it a look. Give it a look mm-hmm. on on Disney TV. Scott, it's um, uh, I tell you, it's always fun and uh, love visiting with you. And I'm just, uh, you know, how excited I was throughout all this. And it was uh, a lot of us got to be there, and that was a lot of fun. But it meant uh, the world to those of us who've been through the peaks and valleys of Baylor athletics. So very, very happy for you and appreciate you being on with us today. Well, appreciate you, sir. And thanks for all you do for Baylor university. And I love when you get excited. It's great seeing you get back to a hundred percent and uh, we'll see you around, especially uh, uh, this summer. Hopefully at some point uh, you can stop by and say hello.